Hey guys, it's Ryan with Intimacy Uncovered, and we want to wish you a happy holiday and a new year. Uh, today is this podcast will be our last podcast for the 2018, uh, and we want to thank everybody for tuning in, uh, leaving all your feedback. Uh, this year has been an amazing year. You guys have vi- really like um, helped me and Lex grow the podcast, and we, we really appreciate it. So if you haven't listened to it, um, it's on all platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, YouTube. Uh, we, we replay it on Facebook as well. So um, from us, from me and Lex, or from Lex and I um, to you, uh, we want to just say happy holidays and we wish everybody a new year. And we hope you guys enjoy this special podcast uh, that we have to share. So stay tuned. Uncover podcast with your host Ryan Whitfield and Lex Harris featuring On My Mind, Hot Spots, Fan Mill, and Pillow Talk. Y'all ready to connect? Let's go! Welcome to the Intimacy Uncovered Podcast Show. I'm Ryan. I'm Lex. Guys, how you doing today? Uh, today we are going to really, 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 really dive into something that uh, is, is is real serious. But before we do that, Lex, mm-hmm. um, how you been? I've been okay. okay. Holidays, Holidays, you know, are here and hey, it's, it's that time of year. It's that time of year. You know, I get excited. <laughs> so I know a lot of people out there, um, you know, are, are, excited about football but you know along with football um you know it's one of my favorite seasons is cuffing season mm. so right about now if if, if we're looking at the cuffing i'm gonna pull up my cuffing season schedule it's just, so right now if you may if you guys are still kind of <laughs> together or you still kind of dating uh-huh. or you still sort things out you should have kind of sorted a few people out it should be down to like <laughs> one or two people particularly one um, and if you're down to that one person, you made it through Thanksgiving. So yeah. I don't know if you were invited or you were not invited. Nice. But may want to check out. But right, no, listen. Right about now, no, right about now is a time where they can make up for it. This is in, in all in, in all of cuffing season. Mm-hmm. This is key. You got 24 days before Christmas hits. Okay. So with that being said, you can make up for it. At Christmas time, so Christmas time, so make sure you do the right gift, and make sure that you know you 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 do it with some heart. You know you don't just just don't buy it with the money. Just make sure it comes with heart as person, because most of the time with gifts and things like that, it's it's more about the thought and stuff like that. Definitely want it to be personalized. You know, attention to details, everything. So you That's know. Cool. So real quick, if this is you, if this is your first time uh, tuning into our podcast show, mm-hmm. um, make sure you guys check us out. Um, if you're listening to the audio version, we're on iCloud. I mean, iTunes, mm-hmm. and we're on SoundCloud. Right. Um, this will be up on YouTube and Facebook as well. So make sure you go subscribe and make sure you guys uh, comment and give us feedback. And we always like to, you know, hear your feedback right. and, and you know, see what you're thinking. It's a dialogue between us. Exactly, exactly. So um, jumping into to today's, uh, you know. 
topic, real topic. Um, today's show is not going to be like normal. Today we're we're kind of we're going a little deep today. Sure. And 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 I know when you guys are like, what do you mean? Um, today is like a special edition of our show, and the reason why is that um, there's a real serious topic that uh, you know a lot of people are not talking about. What's a lot of people are not really talking about, but it's it's becoming more of a I'm gonna say a popular thing, not an unpopular thing, but it has become. Um, it's been brought to light. It's been brought to light. Yeah, it's been brought to light. And I think the, the it's been brought to light. So I think mm-hmm. it started with what Kanye and Kim um, mm. having uh, a surrogate kid, a mm. uh, child through having a surrogate mom. Um, recently, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade um, right. just, just had, had a child. You just had a baby. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. Um, and the one person that we you know really don't have a lot of private personal information on. Um, was Michelle Obama. She kind of shared... Yeah, you know, her book, actually. She she just came out with her book, okay. which is great. It is awesome. And she does... And the name of it is what? It's Becoming. Becoming, okay. Becoming. It's okay. a great book. She's okay. a great storyteller. Okay. Um, she talks about, you know, her journey a little bit, too, towards the end when she's talking about wanting to become a mother and gotcha. how, you know, difficult it was for her, you know, and that she ended up having to use fertility Treatments to really help her and Barack conceive her two daughters. All right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm glad that we're talking about this, Ryan, and, and really speaking on it more because, you know, it really is like this secret society. Mm. It really is. And, um, you know, this year has been quite a year for me because, you know, I've also experienced a form of traumatic loss okay. in this area, Evan. you know, and um, I myself have fertility challenges okay. and, and issues and I actually you know you you know I had lost my son right actually this year um as a result to a, a, a difficult pregnancy mm. and um I lost him at 21 weeks and it was really really tough for my husband and I uh and not only did I lose my son you know but I also had to have my uterus removed mm. you know which That's... prevents me from having children naturally or carrying a child should I say um, so let's do this before you go mm-hmm. in too deep. Mm-hmm. The first thing I want to say is that um, I don't know about you guys, but just having a relationship that I had with Lex, um, you know, I already knew this knew this information before we recorded this podcast. But I think when you you hear it again in the capacity of us sharing it with you. Um, it makes it kind of a, a, a very sensitive topic. So um, I, I really want to take my time and kind of talk about this thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I want to talk about the surrogate part. I want to talk about um, the part about fertility, uh, challenges that, that, that men face, that women face. But then I kind of want to go into like more about what happened and your experience and then kind of pull out the positive that came from the situation because mm. I feel like um, Lex took um, such a painful life event and she pulled a positive out of it so that way that um, what she went through um, wasn't just with her but mm. she's able to share with you know other women um, and other men that face you know uh, fertility issues so the first thing is this um, you know the surrogate 
just so people don't know, is when... Um, well, it's like the, the I guess, more uh, politi- politically correct terms like a gas stational carrier. Okay. Um, and they are people that you seek out to help carry your child. You know, so... A woman seeks out to carry In that process, it could be a couple of different things. It can be the man can donate the sperm and they do the egg or something like that. So, I mean, there are like a lot of different... ways to do it. It could be... So, there are a lot of different things that come about, okay. you know, with this process. And, and it all just depends because... You know, again, like it's such a big process and there's a lot of elements to it that sometimes we have to determine exactly where's the fertility challenge coming from. Is it coming from the woman? Is it coming from the man? You know, and sometimes there are a lot of different things that can contribute to that. Right. So sometimes um, it may be on the on both spectrums of of the uh, coin. It may be that there's some sort of genetic issue that's preventing, you know, uh, even just the creation of the embryo or even like when the embryo is actually created, it actually being able to, you know, kind of go through the full process that it needs to go to go through um, when it's dividing with the cells. So uh, there's a lot of different things. There's oh, there may be just issues just actually even conceiving. Right. Um, you know, just with the sperm actually making it to the actual egg. Uh, so there's a lot of different things that can come up. OK, okay. but but. I guess the the biggest thing with this is that if you have a child, if you, if if those that are facing challenges, whether it be the male or the female, mm-hmm. um, having a surrogate is kind of a has been a solution that a yeah. Lot so of turn to. surrogacy is ultimately used for when you definitely just for a woman cannot carry the child. Okay. So okay. let me just you know kind put of that put that out, out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's generally when we have to go to that option because. The woman in the relationship can't can't carry the child for some reason. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. So I want to segue into this, um, to this, this, this. I guess this next part of the topic. So, um, as as Lex shared with us that she um, she faced a challenge and she lost her son and she actually had to deal with a medical procedure with that. So when you hear that, um, and just like I said, as a friend. You, you look at it and, and you for me, I'm like lost of words. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? And and I think sometimes the only thing that you can do from a supportive side is to just kind of just just beat it. You, you know, know what, what I mean? Marie, listen, I'm so glad you said that because, you know, one thing that a lot of women who do have fertility challenges have to deal with quite often is those closest to them just saying the wrong things. You know, right. they don't even mean to offend them. But you they know? just they, but just, they just don't, don't know. know. They don't yeah. know that, you know, like when you have people come up to you saying, so when y'all going to have children? Yeah, you know, it's, or, it's, it's, it's very insensitive. They don't know. And you don't want to share it with them or because because then 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 you become shamed. Like, what's wrong with you and, and things like that? Or what's wrong with him? It's, it's, and, you, and you may not even you just may not even just feel like going into yeah, the it's, whole it's, game. It's, it's almost it's almost yeah. like it's none of your damn business. It is. And, yeah, and then they, they think that sometimes these old wives tell, oh, well, if you keep eating this, you should be okay. Right. Or, you know, it happens. Eat some, eat some beats. Exactly. Like, you, some every, beats. you know, they yeah, have their no. old wives tell that, you know, and, and they mean these things to be helpful, but they're ultimately deeply hurtful. I think the I think the best thing that I've I've come to understand with with this situation, even with you and in my personal life that I've I've seen happen, is to just be there and just ask if that person needs anything. Mm. And 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 the rest of the thoughts and things that you may be thinking, just on this one, just keep it to your kind of just keep it to yourself. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just just be, you know, if you need like, I think that's the easiest thing that how to, how to how to deal with it. Like, are you okay? I'm here if you need anything. Just 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 being there. I think the somebody's presence is 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 more than anything. Like just, you mm-hmm. know, being having ignorant ignorance of of information and 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 lack of understanding of how sensitive this is can be um you know like a it can become an issue but the one thing I, I do want to turn around with this story is this is that Lex didn't allow um this situation to just come and just just be un, untold or unheard of or unshared cuz Lex is kind of a private person when it comes to that so when she when we talked about this uh you know, offline, and we we decided to you know um, to talk about this on on our show. Um, the one thing that brought to my attention is how she handled it, and I really want to applaud her because not only did she 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 had to deal with both uh, the tragic loss of uh, her son and then the medical thing, um, but Lex turned around and found some positivity in it, and she came up with um, a project which turned into a book. Um, and the name of the book is called Peace That Supersedes. This on Amazon right now. Um, and Lex, she wrote this book and she partnered up with a few other females mm-hmm. that have experienced similar um, experiences. And they share their personal experiences of what they went through and how they dealt with it. So, Lex, I, I want to ask... I, I feel like I know, I know people probably know and understand what prompted you to write the book. But I guess... When did it hit that I need to share this or I need to write a book or I need to create something? Well, what what when it really hit for me, Ryan, was the fact that obviously, you know, I'm a licensed professional counselor, right? So right. Um, on a large scale, I'm always talking with folks about just issues and, and helping to support them through those issues. But when it came down to this for me, it was very difficult for me to even go that lens with someone, right. even a prof- you know a professional. And counseling and therapy is a great tool. It's so useful and helpful. But for some reason, you know, I just thought that what I was going through was so painful and so private and so personal, right. you know, in that regard of loss. Because right. I lost twice, right. essentially, you know, and my child and my uterus. And, right. and I didn't, so I didn't feel like I could really Talk, talk to about somebody. it and then like, them really understand hold on and then really understand and then you know a lot of times when people don't understand you know sometimes they try to pretend and then that would have bothered me right tremendously right. so you know I, that is the perspective I guess I was essentially coming from as I kind of continue okay. to seek out my own healing I got you you know so the so the so the project in the book were the healing that was yes. the therapy that was that was my therapy that was a therapy and it was therapeutic for you and the other women to participate absolutely in it. so I, I, I did yeah so I, you know speaking on how just common this is well you know what mm-hmm. and this is I feel like this is coming throughout us even doing the show mm-hmm. I feel like that might be something that is a special like therapy that people should seek out meaning you Meaning that mm-hmm. you deal with relationships and day-to-day things. Right. But I'm saying, I think if women have, they face these kind of challenges, mm-hmm. that you should be the person they come to. So I want to kind of let people know, like, if you guys, um, you know, ran into some of the things that um, Lex ran into, which were 
um, you had a situation where you you what's the correct term for it? I mean, I know they have different terms for it, but when you when you lose a child, so the book. Let me clarify the name of the book. So the name of the book is Peace That Supersedes. It's stories, scripture, and self care for women dealing with infertility, pregnancy loss, or the loss of a child. Okay. 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 So. There's a lot, again, buckets that go along with right. fertility challenges, you right. know, and even just loss. Right. You know, so um, I think that when it comes down to this particular issue of just fertility and, and um, losing pregnancies, you know, this gets painful really right. fast. Right. You know, and, and, and then for a lot of different reasons, not only just on the woman's side of things, but I want to share, like, right. on the male side of okay. things, too, because the men that are with the, you know, these women are in these relationships, you know, are also faced with these challenges and frustrations. And they have to actually bear that pain. That and they the have to through. bear that pain. And they also have to. So at times, you know, especially from, from my husband, you know, okay. side of things, having to be strong for me. Right. You know, and himself and himself, right. you know, and also vent because we made him and I made the conscious choice that we were just going to allow ourselves to grieve. Right. However, that came. Right. And be accepting of that. Um but even with that, I'm sure he still was very selective and reserved, you know. And as how, a man, exactly, because, and how he did things yeah. because he didn't want me to just completely lose it mm. in front of him. And it's been tough, Ryan. Like there have been days where it has really impacted us, our intimacy. You know what I mean? Like our physical intimacy. Right. Is it was it's challenging. You so know what I mean? so so when you say challenging, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to. Prior to I think you're trying to pry. No, 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 no. I'm, honestly, you're a prior. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm a prior, <laughs> but I'm not trying to pry. So let me let me let me kind of get this. So the whole thing with the intimacy, I was just talking about the the, the physical part. Like, is yeah. it is it because the physical part? So on the physical part, mm-hmm. is is the challenge because I'm still feeling some type of way and I'm not kind of in the mood type of thing. Like I can't. I, I, like it's hard for me to feel. Like one of the terms that I refer to all the time, mm-hmm. like a freak in the bed mm-hmm. or Miss Nat. Like I don't, I don't feel nasty right now. Like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like you're right. It, a lot of it is mental, and and you know some of it is too. Just you, I mean, you're not liking your body. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like your body can't perform this task that you've been sort of, you know, right. been gifted naturally to do. So and how do you want me to go? So it's, so it's you. frustrating. And then on top of that. Having to wait because of some of the medical things that are going. You right. have to heal. You have surgery. You right. have, like, these things. And, um, you know, the first time him and I um, made love after what happened. Notice. She didn't have sex. They made love. We made All right, love. We made love. All right, that's, that's serious. <laughs> We're going to have to throw some music on for that one. Well, go ahead. You know, but it was really sad. And um, it was very sad. I can imagine. Because... That was, we we really, I say this in the book too, how we felt like, you know, our love couldn't produce anymore. Right. That moment we lived for, that climax, right, right, right. felt much different. That right. high, it wasn't, so, wasn't it, as high. It wasn't, so it wasn't, it wasn't the, um, I think if when you think of the the sexual capacity of, mm-hmm. of having sex and, and when you're married and you're as one, there's there's no restrictions, right? And and normally there would be a a I want I want to say awkwardness, but I want to say there's a an awareness mm-hmm. that you have that well if you know if you do this it may end up this the fact of not having to to be aware of that to just being like 
there's no more witness. It kind of it was a it was an awkward moment that you yeah, kind of had I to kind of like yeah it's yeah. just it's awkward because you know you you don't care like well it, I, I at least I mean some couples do I'm sorry plan plan out their um you know their pregnancies and things, right. and things like that or whatever but you're right that feeling of oh we may have to be caught right. we're trying to be I'm yeah. ovulating or I'm not yeah it's, it's yeah. one of those things it's no. one of those things I think I, I honestly like just just with us just doing our show um with doing actually this this special edition of our show um I think it's a lot of women that probably want to reach out to you yeah I mean you know please by all means you yeah. know Inbox me, yeah, I'm, DM like, and real quick, it's ask Lex, ask Lex um, mm-hmm. you know, on Instagram and Twitter and all that. Facebook, yeah, and DM. Um, mm-hmm. I I know that for me, I'm probably uh, the support system guy because sure. I think I could just be good at being supportive. Um, I think I think we need to share some light, and I think that's another show. But I think I'm gonna find find and do some research on a, a guy, some guys that, sure. and you know, that can't reproduce or have fertility issues sure. and kind of bring that to light because I know that kind of probably impacts their intimacy physically with them. And sure. then at the same time, mentally, because you know what I mean? You, you got to have these conversations and you got to kind of deal with these feelings of, of un- things. It, it, it's, it's so natural for us to, 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 do the sexual things and have the expectation of or have the gift of having a child mm-hmm. and then to how to n- not be able to use that gift the question is what do you do on a daily basis to deal with that like what can what's what's what what I want to ask is what do you, what do you do on a daily basis and and what three things would you tell any other woman that has gone through this um you know on a daily basis Pretty much, it is a day by day thing for me. I, I literally have to. I'm very, you know, I'm a very spiritual person, so I, I have to really seek out prayer. So you're saying I pray day to day. I need a prayer. I day to day. I need pray. a prayer. Okay, and so I, I hear I, that. It's that's the first thing. The first thing is to 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 go in that closet, get on your knees, uh, stop what you're doing. It can be before you 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 leave out in the morning, whatever it is. You got to spend time. Right. Um, so. That that is what I do. That's what you I, do. I do. I pray. Um, I try to just always remain positive. For me and my husband, you okay. know, um, one of our favorite things is you know that all living has hope. Okay. And you know, so if you have a single shred of hope, you never know what's possible and what can happen. Okay. So I always just try to also just glean to the positive that even though they my uterus was removed. I do still have my ovaries, and right. my ovaries still have house eggs. Right. And with that being said, I have the potential for what, like, a Gabriel Union has done, you know, right. or what gotcha. a, a Kim gotcha. has done. Okay. And I can potentially seek out surrogacy, okay. you know, okay. so I try to focus on the positive. Well, keep us keep us posted on what you decide because, Absolutely. like I said, I'm pretty sure um, there are a lot of women out there. And just, just from, I mean, I always listen to different podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've heard too many podcasts to kind of touch on this subject so I think that's why it was important for us to touch on it I you know and I actually have um just to give a few statistics about 12 percent of women um actually have these sort of challenges Mm, right that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot lot. 12 percent either experience some sort of infertility challenges or have experienced a pregnancy loss or you know termination in pregnancy um and for men it's eight percent 
have some sort of fertility challenge. So just just hearing that information, the first thing that comes to mind is the psychological and emotional like things that kind of proceed when you have that information because you know we all were created equal but if 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 something that's a natural gift of mine is not available mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i have to try to figure out how to turn that into the positive thing so um you gave two two great mm-hmm. things um i think we got one more thing that i want you to share so just recapping one um you said prayer mm-hmm. prayer is necessary daily prayer is necessary that's step one um, step two, um, you got to have hope. Yes. And even if it's the slightest, uh, smallest mm-hmm. thing of hope, um, I think that is it. So one more thing, the third thing that you would kind of share with somebody uh, that they should do, like, with dealing with this. You know, let me, can I suggest something? Even though I'm asking you, I, I just, I, I feel like this might seem like to be a good answer. And you tell me if I'm wrong. S- seek out help. Sure. Absolutely. I think Absolutely. seeking out, like... For you, being that you're a therapist, you didn't, you didn't, you felt that there was not a therapist mm-hmm. that may have had the exact thing that you have gone through from this because the percentage is very low. But for other women, it's easier for them to come and talk to you because you kind of yeah. And it's, I don't want to let me clarify because that's not what it is okay, because I don't I want people to think that you shouldn't go to therapy because someone has an experience which you experience. Well, I'm saying no, this. No, the, I know, this, I know, but this, I want to make sure I'm okay, perfectly okay, clear about that okay. because someone could take that and, and apply it in that direction. Right, right. And that's not what I'm saying because even though a therapist or, you know, someone, a professional has necessarily experienced what you experience, it doesn't mean that they have never felt or can process right. those emotions that you are feeling from right. that circumstances. It just, I have foolishly convinced myself to be honest with you, that I need to keep it quiet because no one or not many people, you know, experience this. You right. know what I mean? And I find myself or have found myself trying to be strong for other people, even when I told them, you right. know what I mean? Because it's awkward. Right. It's very awkward. And so people don't know what to say, you mm-hmm. know, because it, they don't hear it that often because no one really talks about it right. like that. Right. And yet there are these women that are suffering silently, you know, with these challenges, you know, and, and we've somehow too, I just want to say this too real quick. You know, I say this also in the book that like we've really convinced ourselves that our stories should be kept quiet, that they need to be like kept away. Wow. And, you know, I, I've been trying to really figure out what that mentality is to write. And a lot of times is I can say from the women of color side of things, sometimes, you know, culturally we've been taught that, you know, what kind of goes on in our house stays in our house, you know what I mean? Or whatever. And like, so sometimes we, we're just very, we're, I mean, we're, I, we're I, very selective. No, I, I, I agree with yeah. like what happens in the house. It stays in the house. Mm-hmm. I think those are the details mm. that need to stay in the house. Like the, the private details. I'm saying this is something that is affecting Every, it, it, exactly. It, so that's no, what I mean. And that's what I'm saying. But you're saying, and you're saying so, and that's what I mean. So I think sometimes we confuse that statement of what goes on in the house should stay in this house right. in regards to, we, we kind of streamline that to everything, should I say. It seems like sometimes when that's not necessarily the case, mm. you know, like situations like this, there's nothing, like you said, shame for, there's nothing um, wrong with discussing or being more vocal about something like this right. you know what I mean like intimate things between you and your partner right, you don't course. necessarily yeah. like you're right don't 
always have to share with right. the world. You need to exactly. be very selective in who you share those things that with. That is true. You know, but when these when situations like this happen, they happen and they can always be used as a tool to help the next person through it. You mm-hmm. know, and so if we can view it from that lens and not feel you know, be lost in our own feeling of deficit, then I feel like it can be so impactful. Mm. Well, listen, I know that, um, you know, just, just hearing about this, uh, hearing, hearing about this topic is, is, is really real. And we hope you guys really, really, really enjoyed, um, the conversation and, and really just, um, first thing, like I said, I normally thank you guys for tuning in, but yeah, Lex, I want to thank you for kind of sharing it because I think this episode um, is something I really learned a lot about. Um, yeah. And I was kind of, I don't want to say in a blind, but I kind of was, I think sometimes we live, in, I, I said it before, I think we live in these bubbles mm-hmm. and um, life goes on outside our bubble. That's right. And then when something, uh, you know, Comes, affects mm-hmm. and affects inside our bubble, um, you know, sometimes we're lost yeah. to how to cope and how to deal and how to kind of, you know, how to handle that situation. So um, the biggest out, out, uh, I guess the biggest thing that I wanted to come from out of this show mm-hmm. is that people understand um, what goes on. Um, you know, once you get to that intimate space with people is that, you know, you do face challenges like fertility um, and reproduction uh, challenges. And, and, and I think being it, it it infected our circle and inside our bubble what what happened with Lex, um, it just allowed us to share with you. So we hope yeah. this was helpful for you guys. And, and you know, Ryan, I just I, yeah, I want to say that you know I really appreciate you know your support during that time. You know, and you you really were um, also you know just a good friend during right. that time, and and I appreciated that that you checked in without you know also just. Um, you were very cautious in how you approached it, you know, and you handled it with care. So I appreciate that. And you, I just want to reinforce and just say once again, you know, you never know what your fellow sister is going through, right. you know, or the person next to you. You may have someone in your family that's going through this and it may be even you going through this, right. you know, you just, you never know. So please be cautious, you know, and, right. and, and, and handle people with care when you're talking to them about, um, just their their family plans, and um, you know, don't assume that right. people just are you know choosing not to have children. You just never know what is going on with someone, or what they're recovering from, or healing from, or dealing with privately. Right. It's especially if you know that person maybe wants kids, yeah, and they and- don't have kids by a certain period of time. You just kind of, kind of, just gotta be a little bit sensitive to that. You know what I mean? So yeah. you know, and not everything, you know. The end all be all. Sometimes we feel like we see people, and we have to ask them these questions, and you don't. Yeah, you know, really true. start at her one time, and this is true. Just start asking people, "How are you doing? Are you happy? You know, that's how true. is life? That's it. You know, you don't have to. So when you gonna have kids? When you getting married? I think these are just things we I, innately feel like we yeah, have to. I feel ask like people. that's a subconscious thing. Yeah. Of like uh, you know, when I see him next time, I'm saying I ask him that question. Yeah, you going back to school? Like you know, we think we have to just have you know what? I, you know what? I think I'm guilty. I'm, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that. <laughs> To a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I think I'm guilty of that when it comes to maybe people under 21. Mm. Because I'm, I'm just trying to get a fit and feel yeah. of, like, where they're at in their life. Like, you know, if I know they're in school. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not necessarily asking the question because I'm trying to pry. For me, yeah. 
I'm either trying to help mm-hmm. or be supportive. Well, you start asking them, have you found your passion yet? How about that? that, now, that now, that's the truth. Now, that came yeah. from, uh, um, what's my book? Uh, Purpose Driven? Purpose Driven Life? Yeah, Purpose Driven Life. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I've, 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 that was a question that my mom actually mm-hmm. bought that book for me, mm-hmm. and um, that's a great book. To it kinda, is a good book. The good yeah. book. Um, so, real quick, um, if you guys want to reach Lex, um, you can reach me at Ask Lex on IG, Facebook, and um, yeah, it's IG, yeah, IG, Facebook. <laughs> um, for me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Ryan Whitfield. I think on Instagram I'm underscore Ryan Whitfield yeah. underscore. So. Also, you know, I did want to say the book one more time, just in case someone knows someone who is going through that. Please go. Please get that definitely. Book. It's, yeah, it has stories book. of not just myself, but two other women, you know, who have had challenges. But we also talk about some great tools to help get you through those challenges and keep you inspired and hopeful. And that's peace that supersedes women dealing with infertility, um, pregnancy loss and loss of a child. So listen, we want to thank you guys for tuning into the special edition to the Intimate Sound Cover Podcast. And always we want you guys to stay, stay connected. connected. All right. Bye.